and welcome to Mad Mega Gaming, where we are Mad Mega about video games. I'm your host, Matt, and today I'm here with Richie, Chris, and AJ. Today's episode, we will be talking about the rising prices of graphical processing units, Phasmophobia got some major AI changes, and EA's exclusivity deal with Star Wars has ended. Uh, before we get into those topics, we got some games we want to talk about first. So, Chris, why don't you tell us what you've been up to this week? Yeah, so um, I've been doing a couple things. Uh, mainly, I've been trying to finish building my PC, which um, we'll get into that a little bit later. And also, I've been uh, setting up some VR for my PC because I had the, right now, but I had the Quest 2, which is the, um, the all-in-one VR headset from Oculus. And I recently upgraded my PC a little bit using old components from Mark, another member on Mad Mega. And I found out that while it doesn't meet the minimum specs for VR technically, at least the graphics card doesn't, the CPU is strong enough to push it a little bit past that threshold and be solid for VR. So I've been setting that up, um, been using a virtual desktop. Um, Matt's been helping out on uh, upgrading that. And through that, I've also been dabbling into a program called Big Screen. It's on the Oculus Store. It's on Steam. And it's basically a you can hang out together with your friends, watch movies on a big screen. It could be a theater. You can uh, go to scheduled events like an actual movie theater where it's like, oh, in uh, three hours, this movie is going to be showing. And two hours, it's going to be showing at this time. And you sit into a virtual movie theater with random people who have their own avatars and you can actually talk to each other, interact with each other. You can pretend you're holding a drink and sip out of that, throw tomatoes, whatever it may be. And you can even invite your friends to your own virtual space, like your own living room, have a giant wide screen on the TV and stream some Netflix to it or whatever you have on your headset or your computer. So you can use that giant screen on the wall to essentially be your second PC and you can see yourself, you know, move the mouse, uh, open up programs. You can open up YouTube, watch some videos together. So it's, it's kind of a cool place to just hang out and just watch movies or, you know, just talk. Yeah. I went through the tutorial. It's really cool. I remember you talking about it. And I was like, all right, let's check it yeah. out. And I was pretty blown away. It's, there's a lot of detail. It literally feels like you're actually a movie theater which is something a lot of people love because movie theater has been closed due to COVID. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have VR, definitely try it. It's a really cool experience. Did you guys try partying up or not yet? Not yet. Okay. It'd be cool if you tried something tonight. That would be cool. You know, something quick. Because I think mm-hmm. when we tried that office simulator, we weren't able to get YouTube working between all of us. Yeah, that was uh, a yeah. spatial. Yep, spatial. Much like a VR version of Zoom. It was really cool, but um, I don't know. This looks a lot better. Yeah, and also you can watch 3D movies, and obviously you're already in a VR headset, so you don't need the VR or 3D goggles. It gives you that depth in the the movie theater, which was actually pretty well done. So, did you try any of the check other? Check it out. Did you try like Netflix VR, or Hulu VR, or any of those type of apps? I tried as well? Netflix VR. Okay. Uh, where it's cool. Like you're just in like a mountain resort living room watching a giant widescreen tv 
which is weird because I was just sitting in my living room in front of my TV <laughs> with a VR headset watching a TV in VR. It's like the stupidest shit. <laughs> it's so dumb. But it's, the but it's cool. Though. It's so dumb. Um, and one of the Hulu what are you doing VR in there? Apps. Oh, I'm sitting in the living room watching uh, watching Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm in VR. Right from my giant projector. Oh. I'm not using it. I'm using my VR headset. See, the difference is when Chris goes in the VR, he has a 4K TV inside the VR. There you go. Change the go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's been what I've been up to. All right. Pretty cool. Uh, AJ, what uh, what have you been up to this week? Yeah, mostly this week it's been uh, still playing Cyberpunk, man. Like, you know, I know that game still gets a lot of shit and they just put out, you know, like uh, there's, you know, that, that, there's that story that came out, I think, from, J- from Jason Schreier about, you know, shit that was going down with development and stuff like that. Oh, but, that's a story we could have talked about today. Yeah. Um, Seriously, put that in the topic. That's something we could all talk about. Yeah, we can definitely dive into that a little bit. Uh, because there's definitely some, a lot of interesting things there. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, honestly, I like the game a lot. Uh, even the midst of all the shit that it gets, I actually really enjoy the game. And um, I've been running the shit out of it, played it a bunch this week. Um, just kind of playing it like I play other open-world games, like Assassin's Creed, where I do a shit ton of side missions, and then I push the story forward a little bit and just kind of you know go through that loop. And I, I like the game world, man. There's always, For me, there's always new shit to discover, like, interesting missions interesting characters and uh you know just seeing how people are operating in night city and stuff like that and then of course like progressing my character getting shit uh more leveled up you know getting better weapons just completely destroying and wrecking i've been using hacks a lot more like for, for a while you know i'm, I'm definitely like the kind of like the brute force guy right like i like to just go in there and just fuck shit up i don't really do a lot of the stealth stuff so for the first time yesterday i actually like cleared a mission by just hacking and hacking everyone and killing them that way, which is dope as fuck. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this hacking shit is dope. Cause before I would just kind of use it very sparingly and then just wreck with like katanas and shotguns and pistols. Uh, but I'm definitely about to start adding some shit to the quick hack tree. Um, Cause that shit's dope. But uh, yeah, man, I'm still playing that. I think I'm like, yeah, what? quick hacks are sick. Like you I'm... see like a group of people and it's like, you know what? I want to oh, infect them. And all of a sudden they, they, they all get infected. Yeah. Freaking wrecked. They don't even know where you're at. You're don't like, even know. You just, you're outside of a building. Like, oh, there's a camera right there. Let me just go on the camera. Kill nope. everyone. You don't have to step foot into the building. That, that's the cool part, bro. I was chilling in the hallway, and I was like, let me hack this camera. And it started bouncing from camera to camera, like, and then shutting off turrets and shit, and just sniping people with a kickaxe. Dude, and, heck, yeah. and then everyone's dead. You just wrecking. walk in. No, destroying. And, this, and this, the side missions are so, like, crazy, bro. Like, I did a side mission yesterday. Like helping some guy who got into divorce and his like ex-wife trying to like sabotage his life, and I go back and steal the shard for him. Like this, it's just randomly like I don't know, funny or interesting or cool shit. Some stories are even like super sad, but I fuck with Cyberpunk, bro. Like I I love I love the game. I think I'm almost almost forty hours into the game. I think almost. How are you? I think I'm like level like twenty six or twenty seven. Way ahead of me. Yeah, um, but yeah, I probably, I'll probably keep. I don't think I'm gonna do all the side missions, but I'll, I'll probably do a large portion of them before I completely finish the game, and then I'll be ready for future DLC and shit like that whenever that drops. Oh, yeah, they had a, they released a schedule, well, a very modest schedule of their roadmap. Yeah, their plans. Yep, their, yep, their roadmap. We'll see if they if they're able to stick to that or not. 
But yeah, man, I'm I'm a fan of Cyberpunk. My fucking uh, I know people shit on it, but I love that game. I think it's really fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, actually, uh, play a little bit since uh, you and Mark were talking about Cyberpunk. I was like, yeah, you know, let me load it up while you guys are talking. Um, so I have it on the Stadia. So I loaded up on uh, the new Chrome because not Chrome, the uh, new Edge, which is Chromium based. Okay. Because mm-hmm. the Chrome compressed the video in a certain way that it just looks bad. So I've been avo- trying to avoid that. It's been playing on my. How iPad. funny is that? that, that yeah, it's weird, right? It doesn't even work good on Google's own yeah. product. <laughs> so I use it on the Chromium-based one, Microsoft Edge, and it works perfectly. That is hilarious. I think it has something yeah, to do um, with those browsers. The Chrome browser yeah, just not being fun. compatible with HTCP 2.0 because Netflix is the same way. But it's a Google product. <laughs> it makes no sense. The Chromecast with Google, Google TV one. still doesn't play Stadia games. That's dumb. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I played a little bit. Um, I, the characters are now mentioned the Voodoo Boys or something like that, Voodoo Brothers. Oh, yeah. So I think I'm getting to the part where you guys were talking about last Dude, night. That whole, uh, like, the whole, you know, obviously I won't say any spoilers, but that that whole portion of missions where you, like, first meet and interact with the Voodoo Boys is, like, some of the, the dopest looking shit. Nice. That, like, I've seen in the game. I was like, damn, like, Wait, this, this shit is cool, bro. Uh, yeah, have you heard anyone mention the Voodoo Boys in your game at all, Richie? No, I haven't. Okay, well, you'll you'll hit that point eventually, and okay. when you do get there, it's mm. dude, it's it's some cool like it's some cool shit, bro. All right, all right. I'm gonna hack away at the uh, main story a little bit because I'm way under leveled, I think, because I'm like level twelve right now. Damn, yeah. When I did but the Voodoo Boys I'm... missions, I was like level like I think I was like level uh, like maybe low twenties or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like way overpowered and I barely even touched the main story. So I went to talk well, to the, the butcher to get some information. And do you remember that part? Yes, I do. Yeah, so I drove to that location and there was a, like some gang members in front of the store just kind of chilling and decided to engage them. And they absolutely destroyed me because they had so much health and they like <laughs> two shot me and I died. So eventually, Jeez. you know, I was like, okay, let me snipe them from the top of the building. No, they turn around, shoot me a couple times, and die. Damn. Uh, and then, they have skulls above their head. No, they're just normal. So they're, yeah, they're probably they're probably border they're probably borderline skull for sure. Yeah, you got yeah, you probably so, just got to do some more side missions, man. Level up a little bit. I ended up just taking a car and just ramming them over and over. Yeah. And work. That works too. Yeah, yeah that works too, man. Do. You got to. But yeah, no, the, the Voodoo Boy shit is really cool, man. Um, but yeah, do some side missions. There's definitely a lot of fun interesting cool side missions uh to do and shit we're talking i was about to bring something up because we were talking about the game last night um with mark we were talking about cyberpunk and fuck i lost my train of thought because i was about to bring something up that we talked about in terms of uh like just playing the game it'll probably come back to me later but um yeah mark mark the other member of our group he's played a shit ton of cyberpunk man and i think he's probably the oh that's what i was gonna say because Richie, you, you mentioned that you were like high, you know, really high level. Mark was saying that I want to say he said maybe like mid thirties was the best time to finish the game because mm. he said he, he was so overpowered that even the final boss he said he like two shot him. He's like and he was like technically it was a one shot, but oh the God, game the game the game has like a scripted phase sequence where like he literally just one shot the first phase and then one shot the second <laughs> phase because he just did so many side missions. That's insane. Also, yeah. hey, an- another another side note here with Cyberpunk. Mark was telling was telling us uh, about one of his boys that uh, has Cyberpunk. 
has fucking 99 hours in it and he's done everything he's done all side missions 99 hours. i think he's bought he's bought all buyable cars oh, like he's got all the achievements wow. or something like that yeah. all that to say that uh there are some some huge cyberpunk fans out there for sure <laughs> speaking of cyberpunk and mark mark recently bought a 3090 mm. and as well as upgrading the rest of his rig so he pretty much maxed out the game and it's running in uh it was like 60 frames or something like that yep he did um he maxed everything out and even put it on dlss quality i think he's playing at like 1440p i want to say and i think he was getting like 60 something yeah and he has yeah, ray tracing on 60 so looks 70 like an amazing yeah. looking game but i told Jeez. that's what i said man i i got cool. a 2080 right and i play dlss balance 4k with like a variation of ultra i don't use any ray tracing and uh, I already think the game looks amazing. Like, there's just some scenes and and some of these missions where I'm just like, uh, it's jaw dropping. I'm like, holy shit! Like this, this is like some some insane next gen shit. Uh, so I can't even imagine what like fully maxed out 3090 Cyberpunk looks like on quality DLSS. Like, that's that's got to be a beautiful thing to behold. Yeah. Yeah, Cyberpunk man, dope as fuck. I look forward to all the updates. But yeah, that. That's it. We we spent a lot of time on. I don't want to take up too much more time with Cyberpunk. You can jump over Cyberpunk, to uh, Cop, Cyberpunk Podcast. Yep. <laughs> I will uh, put in my papers for reservation. <laughs> it's not something I want to be a part of. <laughs> uh, Richie, what uh, what have you been up to this week? I've been playing Beat Saber a lot. Um, Great game. That game is so cool. Like, uh, man, I really suck when I first start, but when I start, when I start getting in the groove. It's literally like you forget where you're at. You just get in the zone, and you just feel like such a total freaking boss. Um, you just feel so cool when you're just dude, in the groove. Yeah. And in reality, you look like a freaking dingus. <laughs> you're just but, uh, it's like, who cares? I see these boxes, and I'm just like... <laughs> ducking and dodging. It's like, gosh, I, I could literally be in Star Wars and just destroy anyone. Um, but that's what it feels like. I freaking love it. And... Uh, Talking about Star Wars, I've also been t- um, playing Fallen Order. Uh, so I've been, I've been playing Cyberpunk to the ultimate extreme. Um, I started getting sick and tired of it. And so AJ was like, yo, you should uh, take a break and play Fallen Order. Yep. Glad I uh, listened to Wait, did you finish it? I did not. I'm, oh, I think I'm Oh, man. The game, oh, my God. the game is so good. It's it like, is. Gosh, this game is like freaking good. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hooked to it again. Definitely gonna finish it pretty soon. Hopefully this weekend, because get a three day weekend. Where are you right now? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm probably far away now. That I think of it. Uh, I'm at the second part of the Jedi Temple. Like he thinks he sees something. He he thinks he sees like the actual Jedi Temple, and he gets to a, a different area, and he's like, "Oh, this is a, has a different feeling." I guess I'm really at the location I need to be at. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And what's the protagonist? What's her name? Talus. Uh. What is her name? Fuck, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I don't remember what her name is. Uh, I'm terrible at names. Even if I, I like the person, I'm like, oh, I still don't remember. Anyways, the protagonist, she's talking about the Incom, and she's kind of like revealing a whole bunch of news to him, but he's kind of like wondering if she's telling the truth or okay. if she is lying. So she's insane manipulative, but he's still kind of listening to her. So, yeah, yeah. which that's pretty cool. I love how Sith always love to just manipulate Jedi or whoever. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly where you are. 
Um, but yeah, just keep pushing through, man, because the the ending of Fallen Order is you, you're gonna lose it, bro. Like you're gonna yeah, what you're gonna yeah. what's gonna happen is you're gonna want to have an immediate uh, Discord call and get a, get me and Chris <laughs> online immediately as soon as the credits roll. You're gonna want to like get us on video chat like instantly. Oh man, gonna, it's like okay. it's gonna be like Mando. Uh, season two finale where Are like we gotta get on a call because this is just dude, so dope. that happened. I was like, "Yo, AJ, we gotta yeah. talk right freaking now." It's like, dude, can you talk right now? We got on chat right then because like, bro, you see this? Shit? I know, dang. I know they did it. No, but it's it's gonna have that same okay. feeling where you're just like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like, jeez. Yeah. How, is that how you felt too, Chris? Were you fucking? Oh yeah. Out? I was yeah. like, just <laughs> 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 happening. Jeez. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Have you checked out Mandalorian yet? No, not yet. Oh my Should god, Dude, you gotta catch up to season two. Matt, have you checked out Mandalorian or season two or whatever? Oh, I've oh. seen the first episode. Dang, man, you guys need yeah, to yeah, watch. I gotta catch up, man. Y'all yeah. missing out. If you're not a Star Wars fan and you hate Star Wars, it's like, oh, it's stupid and nerdy. You watch Mandalorian, you get to season two, you're gonna be a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah, I, I do agree with that. If, if you, if like. The sequel trilogy put like a really sour taste in your mouth for Star Wars. If you watch Mandalorian, like that that feeling that you had for Star Wars will come back. Promise you, it'll come back. It will come back. I think I just watching speedrunning videos on how to speedrun Dark Souls. That's what that's what I've been watching this week. Hey right, man, nice. shit, speed speedruns are, are fun to watch. I've been I've watched yeah. them as well. I actually watched a, a little bit of the Fallen Order speedrun. I haven't got a chance to finish it yet, but that was dope. What was their time? Uh, I think like an hour forty-five, something like First that. For Fallen Order, yeah. No. Is there a lot of glitches or something? Oh yeah, there, there's a ton of like little, Dude, like little manipulations insane. you can do and little glitches and whatnot skips. That's crazy. Yeah. Matt, you want to jump into uh to your shit, bro? Yeah. So I, I just mentioned um something that I'm looking at working into is getting into Dark Souls speedrunning. I'm kind of deciding between one or three right now. I'm leaning towards one just because I haven't finished three and I kind of want to do that for real. So I, I put in a little bit of time trying to get through Dark Souls 3 again. Just got to, um, not the Profane Capital. What is that location called? The the church location? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I was just there. Bishop, Wait. where you fight deacons? Of, oh, Chow, uh, Cathedral of the Deep. Oh, uh, okay. Um... So I was watching some guides on how to speedrun Dark Souls 3, realized that, and then I started learning how to do one. So I think I'm going to start trying to go for that this week. That's that's why I'm not watching TV shows. I'm, I've been researching Are you doing a controller or keyboard and mouse? Uh, so for both of them, they you, you kind of have to use both. So okay. you'd use controller for most of the time. And then I saw at least on Dark Souls 3... Uh, one of the skips is just way easier to do with a keyboard because it's more accurate. And so mm. they'll switch the keyboard for that specific part and then go back to controller is how most people do it. Well, I look forward to seeing you uh, op- uh, in the middle of a door opening animation, fucking flying through the menus at a, a thousand miles per hour and switching like 15 different items. I mean, I've been practicing some it. of that just in my general playthroughs, you know, like there, you know, there's that day that I lost like 12 hours of progress. And so I played through all the Dark Souls 1 again just to catch up to that part so that I could be ready for when we did co-op later on that day. So I, I think it's in my DNA. I just have to sit down and just go, all right, I'm just, I'm just doing this Commit. and learn the skips. So 
It's, um, it's in then, your dinner. Yeah, it's in there. And the other thing I've been doing, I did my placements for Overwatch. I'm a silver tank and a gold support, so I'm already better at Overwatch than I am at Smite. And yeah, just my current rank at support is the highest um, skill level I've ever had. So I'm also I mean, really to nervous. To be but... fair, you don't play as much ranked Smite as you do ranked Overwatch. Yeah, I'm playing ranked Smite is so difficult to do. It's a long commitment, mm-hmm. and everybody's toxic. I mean, Overwatch isn't yeah, that much different. I think every tank placement I did, someone was yelling at me about how it was terrible. I still got silver. Where are you playing tank? <laughs> huh? Where do you play as tank? I mean, everybody. Depends on the situation. Situation. Yeah, Overwatch is. ranked is like, what, 20 minutes? Um, 20 minutes, any party rounds. size. And then Smite. I mean, you're stuck in a game for 40 minutes. Everyone's toxic. You play jungle, so everyone blames you. Mm. Whenever I play as support, everyone blames me. <laughs> I hate mm. break Smite. I see a trend here. It's also sounds like one one of you guys are always getting blamed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our fault. We suck. Like, y'all just suck. <laughs> no, I'd I'd play more ranked Smite if you could do bigger parties, but since it's only limited to two, it's, yeah, it's no fun. It's, it's, it's just sucks. It's fucking dumb as hell. Unless you're doing joust, three v threes. Three v threes are fun. That's about it. But uh, we need to get better That's at conquest before we start thinking about joust again. Yep, I agree. Do you guys want to jump to the first topic? Who's who kicking off the first topic? Yeah, Chris, why don't you introduce us to our first topic today? Okay, so this one is something I've been having trouble with. It's given me some heartache over the past... It's an ongoing war. uh, About two and a half weeks now. Uh, A little bit more for unrelated reasons. Um, So back in 2018, the, uh, the, the White House imposed some tariffs against Chinese products. Um... And among those were, you know, computer components like graphics cards, CPUs, and all that good stuff. Well, the companies who import goods from China uh, were components required in those uh, like graphics card and all that. They requested waivers, uh, so there won't be any tariffs against those items. Those tariffs expired at the end of last year, so now. The prices for graphics card, especially, just skyrocketed overnight. The exception you meant, right? The exception. The exemption. To the yeah. yeah, tariffs are still in place. The exemptions expired. So now we're looking at like a seven to twenty-five percent increase in price. Jeez. The I'm personally looking for a RTX 3080, which <laughs> everybody is. is originally. Yeah, everyone is. Um, it's it was originally seven hundred dollars for the founder's edition. Then, you know, companies started coming out with ones that are around like 800-ish. Now they're looking at, on average, $1,000. And I saw that. And I've seen them going upwards to $1,500. So it's it's been a very volatile uh, graphics card market right now. That's so crazy. And that's if you can even get your hands on it because everyone's trying to get them. Everyone has bots set up. People are now using them to mine Bitcoin. I saw an article where a guy was using 70 in his... 70, 30, 80s like, like 20 at some, once. They're, they're mining Elysium, yeah. right? I don't think it's Bitcoin, yeah. is it? Ethereum. Ethereum. Elysium. Ugh. Yeah, so that guy was, Good like movie. the agent said, he's making $20,000 a month off of a $70,000. I think he's going to get his return in like payments. six to nine months. He would have got all his money back and yeah, everything if, else. If he bought all that, that, just the graphics card alone would cost about seventy seventy five thousand $75,000. So, yeah. There you go. I mean, Honestly, four months. 
unless there's some other costs you have to pay. Yeah, that's a good deal. He'll be turning a profit pretty soon. Yeah, good for him, but I hate him at the same time. <laughs> Fuck everyone else. <laughs> just get a 3080 laptop and just rip the mobile version of the GPU out and just throw it in your desktop. That is a way. Yeah. That is a way. You could just go, That's a you could go get a pre-built. Yeah. So are you just completely not going for 3070s? I want a 3080. Okay. Chris is like, fuck this. I was so it. close. I got the taste of victory. A little, uh, last night, I think it was, where I had it in my cart. I was ready to check out. I was ready to put my billing info. Kept crashing. And then eventually, cart empty after like 30 minutes of refreshing. I mean, I was able to get a 3090 in my cart. And Mark literally just walked down to the store across the street to get his 3090. <laughs> That's if I want to pay double. <laughs> Two thousand dollars for a graphics oh. card. Oof, so much money, but so much power, so much video so editing much potential. Power. Yeah, imagine the returns you get on Bitcoin. Mm. Mm-hmm, that too. I just clicked on a link and the the volume was insanely loud. Holy shit, <laughs> that was insane. I'm surprised it didn't come through the mic. Well, yeah, that's the struggle. But um, so far, the major companies who've been pumping out these 3080s have been increasing their prices accordingly. Uh, there are still a few that are still hanging on to that original price, like Gigabit, uh, PNY, I think. Um, but slowly, the companies are starting to jump on that trend of increasing the prices. So unless you can find it from a company like, I don't know, like Canada, you know, because they don't have those tariffs. Ananda. That's the option. Japan. I mean, they don't have the tariffs, but Amazon jacked the prices up. So they might as well have the tariffs. I mean, bots are going to so, be more than happy to pay that extra tariff price. They'll get that return, yeah. right? Yeah. For the tariff price. So companies have no problem pushing the tariffs onto the consumers. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully the uh, exemptions go back. And um, hopefully the 3080s also go back in stock. Yeah, I was like that. you need these to go in stock before you can even think yeah. about buying them. I think I saw the um, NVIDIA and AMD that? said that um, May, end of quarter okay. one, they assume stock's going to be... Back to normal levels. Yep. That's that's insane, man. So a crazy time for for new electronics, man. This these last few months can't can't get shit. PS fives and Xboxes are still out insane. everywhere. Yeah. It's still difficult to find. Nah, everybody's staying home. So <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen a PS five drop in a long time. Yeah, I, 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 I just stopped tracking them. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> wait till you find it in a target. Window. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to wait. I'm not even going to deal with it because it's too much stress. Like trying to like get in queues and bullshit like that. Forget it. Yeah. I tried for a couple months. I kind of gave up and said, yeah, if I get one, I get one. Yep. So I got to so be with it, man. Because you're just not going to be, you're not going to beat a bot. It's, you just have to get so lucky. Mm-hmm. I know. I got two 5600s. I was able to beat the bot twice. Yeah, you got nice. lucky. You pulled it off. All right, Richie, what a story you got for us? So my story is about a gamer who um, recently beat the world record in the fastest, um, I guess, lap or beating Rainbow Road in a race. I think he got one minute and 52 seconds, uh, which that's insane. On top of that, everyone knows that Rainbow Road is the hardest uh, racetrack to racing in mario kart and so to get that time that's pretty cool um so anyways so basically what he does is he drives up and he turns around and then he kind of drives on the border of the course he pops up on the i guess the starting point pole 
and he goes across and he has to hit this specific small part of the road that kind of is more forward towards his area so he catches it and then he can finish the race um i saw i thought it was pretty cool um just seeing a gamer you know do something cool that he has a passion for that's yeah, pretty cool good for him um i was looking this is actually the first time that someone has able to uh do something like this without any what's it called like i guess you could say hacks or assistance so uh, i also think that's pretty cool so yeah it's pretty epic yeah good so, for him. Speed running. The, go ahead looking through the comments um that was the fastest lap time and because he had that fastest lap he also shaved 10 seconds off of the three lap world record Ooh, nice. 10 wow. seconds that's a lot too jeez that's that's pretty dope it's insane how much precision you need for those kind of speed runs like I said, like hitting that one specific spot. Yep. I was uh, reading one of the world previous world record holders for uh, a different um, Wii U Mario Kart. Um, he played this match in the course of like three years, twenty six thousand times to get it perfect. Wow, that is insane! Can you imagine how that much commitment? Twenty six thousand times, like what the that's heck? a lot of commitment. Yeah, that's a lot. Of commitment. I mean, done after like fifty. That's like being ah yeah, whatever. That's like being a nine star Kepri. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or no, what was the highest star you guys seen on Smite? I've seen an Anubis. That was just stars. Like, yeah, you can't even see. Can't even count them. Blending together. What the heck? That's yeah. all you played ever since you turned the game. Yep. Did you guys play a lot of? Correct. Did you guys play a lot of uh, Mario Kart sixty four? Oh yes. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. remember the shortcut on Rainbow Road? I do. Like the yeah. one at the very beginning. Yep. You, you jump just hop off, off the road and fall on yep. the other yeah. track. Yeah. Land on yeah. the bottom one. Yeah. Yep. I remember me and my brother did that all the time, and um, we kept doing it and failing. And at that point, by the time we actually get it, it would have been faster just drive the whole course. But because we're both trying to get it, it's kind of like the well, what if what if they make it? Yep. Sounds so we just keep trying and trying, and yeah. sometimes you know you get that moment where you get on the first try, but. Yeah, that game had a lot of uh, shortcuts. I was oh, watching yeah. a speedrun video of this person who was attempting a, I think it might have been 64, where if they were able to lag over a fence, they could clear the world record. But because mm. it's such a it's such a frame perfect thing that they've done it like tens of thousands of times that when he actually pulled it off, he had pre- he had paused the game to restart it, which um, canceled his speedrun. Oh no. Did he do that out of habit? Yep. You do it thousands of times. Yeah, you, just, you miss the jump. You're like, all right, Jeez. press start, restart. And then he, it happened, and he pressed start. That's that's soul crushing that's right there. Couldn't do it ever again. Mm-hmm. Oh, just like in um, Trials. Oh, yeah. the, the motorcycle game. <laughs> yep. You, oh, you try and fail and reset so many times that even when you, when you finally clear it, make you it. reset. And you're just like, yep. no. Yeah. no. Yes, I hate <laughs> that game. I wonder. Game is so stressful. I hate that game. That's like a great game. Speedrun challenge. That's like a great game. Like, hey, I I want to play with my friends and have a great night. Let me just ruin my night and play that. <laughs> yep. You gotta do something 500 times and fail. You gotta be in the mood to, to destroy your own soul when you, when you load up trials for the night. Like it literally is stressful. Like literally, it is pretty freaking stressful. <laughs> Break your controller. All right, Chris. What's our next story? All right, um, this one's going to be a 
relatively quick one. But Phasmophobia. Um, Mad Monkey Gaming Game of the Year 2020. Creator. Yep, 2020. Which I don't agree with, by the way. 20. That's, that's, how, that's how the group voted. Nope, I yeah. didn't vote that way. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't think this is anyone's number one, but got the most points. Made it to the top. I think it was my number two. It's pretty close. Oh, okay. Nice. I think it was pretty high for me. I don't remember. It wasn't even on my list at all. <laughs> Dang. It, it still eked out first place. It's because it was too scary for you, wasn't it? Like you couldn't play it? Something it wasn't like scary enough, boy. Well, it was that's... too scary for you. You thought it wasn't scary enough, Chris. Should uh, go into details over what this oh, patch is. Oh, man. Yeah, so this new... Should I talk about the older patch, too? When it just came out? We could talk about as much as you have access to easily i'll just grab a the main part so i think they added i think they, they added a couple today. updates over the past yeah, couple us, weeks give us the big stuff where the ghost now looks for you at the last point that saw you so apparently prior to that update the moment you broke eye contact or line of sight it just starts going somewhere else and it doesn't it's completely forgets you even exist it doesn't have any object permanence so now it goes to location and last saw you and kind of searches for you like opening the doors going into the room opening closet doors which it can now open closet doors closet doors are which you is kidding me? and locker doors which mm-hmm. is insane that's, Wait, so that used to be the safe spot right can Not you anymore. like take the lock doors and just keep them closed so they can't open it or you can they hold it, it open? closed yeah Jeez, so that's, yes. that's terrifying but um just... ghosts can still walk through doors but they can't walk into closets or lockers. So if you're in a closet or a locker, you can hold the door shut and the ghost won't get in. But they'll still be able to walk through like regular doors. Yeah, and another update that came out is the ghost can now hear you and will look for you in the location it thinks it heard you. Which, this is a feature that everyone thought already existed. So people were always like, shh, don't say anything, don't say anything the ghost is around. And apparently That's the ghost didn't even hear you That's until funny. now. So the um, Kinetic Games... So I it's a lot harder now. Yeah, uh, Kinetic Games tweeted out that lots of people thought it was a feature, so now we added it. <laughs> that is funny. That's so yeah, funny. the game is uh, going to get a lot scarier. Jeez. They also removed the dirty oh. water as an objective. Oh, yeah. And debuff the... Uh, or nerf the um, thermometer. Yeah, yeah, so the thermometer won't be as... The, the newest patch they put out today, I don't know, did you see that one? I didn't see that one, no. They really changed the way the temperature works. So all rooms will have a slightly different temperature. Okay. Um, on professional difficulty, the power has always been off. I never knew that before. So all rooms hmm. will start at 5 degrees Celsius. And then if the power is on, the temperature in each room will slowly rise unless the ghost is in that room. So the way you would use a thermometer, I believe, is you'd turn the power on, then you'd start thermometer hunting. Because the thermometer won't help wow. you unless... Yeah, I guess it won't help you. So Jeez. That's um, a lot harder. So it got the, a the, whole lot more complicated. Yeah, so the way that they had initially intended us to find ghosts is to listen out for ghost events, closing doors, lights flickering, and then using that, we would narrow down where the ghost is. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, that's what ghost hunters actually do yeah and then people would just use the thermometer to find the room and then go from there yeah. but yeah definitely a lot harder meter. richie um the fr- the first time we got hunted on one of the newer patches i got i got killed and i don't usually die in phasmophobia so it's 
like a completely different game. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely want to try it out again. All right, Richie, why don't you hit us up with our uh, next story? All right, so uh, next story is uh, actually it sucks because I actually talked about this a couple podcasts ago because I was freaking excited. But, this last uh, podcast. Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. Unfortunately, it is getting delayed till 2022. And that sucks. I saw someone tweeted uh, that this is going to be the first of many freaking games. Yeah, I think Jason Schreier said that. Yeah. Like, yep. it's going to happen across the board. A lot of games going to get delayed. It's really yep. depressing. Um, no surprise. Thanks, COVID. You uh, literally ruined everything. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, you know, COVID put a damper on things. But it's a good thing that people aren't going to rush it, take their time. Um, yeah, just do it right. Pretty excited for this game. Uh, but it sucks. We're not going to get this year. So. It is what it is. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I was too. I do wish there was some multiplayer, but I think it still would definitely be fun uh, yeah. to play. Missed opportunity cool. there, but it'd be dope. It, it'd be cool if there was like an MMORPG with uh, Harry Potter. No, Rome. I do not want to be an MMORPG, but I think it'd be dope if it was like a like a, you know co-op experience. What if it was like? What if it was something like Destiny? Not Final MMORPG, Fantasy. but somewhere, somewhere. Oh, like a, like an MMO light? I'd be down. Yeah, that'd be sick. Because I would want to do all the missions with co-op. I don't want that Final Fantasy oh, bullshit yeah. where I got to like, I can't, can't play missions that. with my boys. That's that's story missions. I want to play story missions with my boys, not Yeah, that'd be insane. And then you like, you can pick the same schools or not schools and write with other people. Gosh, dang. The yeah, that shit would be cool, bro. Do some shit like that. Basically guilds. Yeah, it'd be like those, like uh, like the Nether Realm games, and they had like the factions. You could team up with the factions, and um, you know, like someone's faction would be winning that week, and there'd be bonuses and shit like that. Yeah, that I can you imagine if like the uh, like Death Eaters were a faction. Jesus, so it's like the the PK guys just going around killing people, like laughing coffin. Mm-hmm. Aren't Death Eaters oh. relatively modern? Oh yeah, it wouldn't be in this time frame. Yeah, it was 1800s. Yeah. Uh, um, true. If you guys that. were in the Hogwarts uh, realm universe, what school would you go to? Hogwarts. <laughs> or uh, like what house? Room. Yeah, what house would you go oh, to? House. Oh my gosh! I think I did one of those. I think I did one of those quizzes once, but I don't remember what I got. So I got, I no I idea. got Ravenclaw. I got Ravenclaw I when I took the test last time. Was. Damn. Oh, <laughs> oh snap! Chris already represented. Almost planned. I'm pretty sure, planned. like the most of us, got Ravenclaw. Actually, that's Slytherin. Is a beagle. Yeah, Slytherin. But I, I like the Ravenclaw Ravenclaw. shirt better. The Slytherin shirt kind of looks stupid, so I didn't get it. I got this at a Harry Potter world. That's so cool. Mark in the chat says that he's a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Lame. (laughs) Hufflepuffs are chill people. They're very chill people. They're probably like the nicest people at Hogwarts. Oh yeah, wasn't Robert, wasn't Robert Pattinson's character Hufflepuff? Mm-hmm. But, mm. You mean Batman? What's Batman's uh? What Hufflepuff. Did Batman go to? The Batman to Hufflepuff. Yeah. Dude, Batman's gonna be OP. Freaking Batman's not just a wizard; he's also a vampire. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's Batman. Like, and he's the bat. He's a vigilante. And he's a uh, like a lighthouse keeper. He's a lighthouse mm-hmm. keeper. Gosh, That's a great geez. movie, by the way. That was that movie was incredible. I need to check that out. Uh, I had to really think about it. They didn't get uh, 
It did an Academy Award, or did it? Mm, I, I know it got so. it got a couple mentions. Might have got a nominee. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it, I don't think it won. But it I like it when uh, modern day movies use like old fashioned techniques with cinematography. Yep. It's really cool bringing back techniques from the past because uh, they did a lot of great stuff. But anyways, we're not a movie podcast. We're a game podcast. <laughs> Let's go to the next thing. All right, shit. I guess we could jump into my story. So we're kind of we're gonna kind of lump in a bunch of stories all into. Oh, one. this is exciting. This, this is, is freaking this exciting. Is, this new the this news right here was huge this week. Oh heck! So yeah. right off the top, uh, EA no longer has exclusive rights uh, to Star Wars games. So kind of like kicking off the week, Disney announced a rebranding of their gaming division. Uh, so now it's uh, called Lucasfilm Games, and along with that rebrand, uh, they're basically saying, "Oh, there's going to be a new era of you know Lucasfilm." Uh, yeah, games coming out. Yeah. So first, uh, we got news of a Indiana Jones game coming from Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first, right. you know, like fuck you to EA, because uh, they're not gonna, they weren't gonna give them indie. They can't do that shit. Uh, the indie game is Machine Games, it's gonna be developed by them, and those are the people that made the Wolfenstein Wolfenstein franchise. Hmm. So if y'all haven't checked out Wolfenstein, at least the New Colossus uh, one and two, those are the ones that I've played and, and completed. Fantastic game. So uh, I think it will be in pretty good hands with uh, with Machine Games, especially because they've played in that era of time already. If they decide to take it to that you know, old era. I don't, I don't know if there's been any confirmations of uh, how the game will be, where, where it takes place, any of that good stuff. Um, but the exciting part is, is we're getting an indie game. Uh, and then on top of that, they also, Lucasfilm Games also announced that Ubisoft is going to be making a Star Wars open world game. And so this game is being developed uh, by the people uh, that developed the division. So their studio is Massive Entertainment. Uh, so they'll be developing this new Star Wars open world experience. Uh, no information other than that, than it's just an open world Star Wars game. It will be built on the Snowdrop engine, which is a beautiful engine. Uh, I didn't really play too much. I didn't really play too much of either division uh, games, but I will say they looked really good and they oh, yeah. seem to run uh, pretty well. Uh, so that's pretty exciting to have a game. Uh, operate within that space. Uh, uh, Lucasfilm Games uh, execs also did mention that you know although EA doesn't have the exclusive, exclusive rights anymore, uh, that they will still be working on some projects. So I'm assuming that, that means that we'll still see you know a Fallen Order two come from Respawn, and of course a more than likely a Battlefront three eventually coming from uh, Dice as well. So big news, man! It's exciting news. You know, a lot of people were hoping that uh, that they would get away uh, from this exclusive EA shit, so we can definitely get other studios uh, to actually make some really good games and not be trapped behind the toxicity of uh, EA and how toxic it can be sometimes. So big news! Hopefully, other companies will follow suit. Uh, thinking of people like the fucking NFL and shit like that, so we can get uh, you know, like NFL 2K and shit back. But yeah, it's huge news, man. What what, what did y'all think about this uh, when you first um, I heard, the, hate heard the news? I remember back in the day, a couple years ago, EA was rated literally the worst gaming company 
out. It might have been 2012, actually. And they really are. I really hate them. And now, can you imagine, like, Star Wars is boundless. Like, and especially that Disney is just, just going with Star Wars. Like, can you imagine the possibilities? What if we get they a They can game? actually shop around now, man. They can shop and around to stud- different studios. Dude, like, can you imagine if like, we get a game that's, like, canon with the series? Like, oh, yeah, if you play this game, you understand this, blah, 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 which sucks for some people who don't play games, but, hey, whatever. It would just still be cool. Well, I mean, Fallen Order is still canon. Fallen yeah. Order is canon, but, you know, it just doesn't tie into the point where you have to play it to understand yeah, some other like shit. it's not like a huge impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, I, 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 see, I see what you mean, though. It, it is dope that they'll be able to, you know, of course, keep stuff canon, but then also just shop around. I think that's my big thing, man. The fact that they can shop around and like be like, "Hey, like who wants to bid?" You know, kind of like you know, who wants to bid on making a Star Wars game? Like, what kind of ideas do people have? And so you can actually get these studios that actually really care and you know to come and make some really interesting or unique games. Like we, I feel like we can get all types of Star Wars games now. Oh um, heck yeah! Did you have you seen the idea of a Star Wars game floating around on Reddit? A lot of people have been talking about it. About like. It'd be so easy for them to make like a Mandalorian game. Kind of like how John Wick, how they have the Continental, and that's the base area of all mm-hmm. the um, assassins and um, guns for hire. But with Mandalorian, you have the guild. You could literally do that. You don't have to be a Mandalorian. You could be anything you want. And guilds, and you meet up with people. Like, can you imagine if they made a game like that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would freak the heck out. Bro, they could make any game with the Star Wars franchise, they can make any type of game, any type. They need to, they need to so go ahead and galaxies, so many races. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. Endless, oh, yeah. bro. There's even just, galaxies or parts of the universe I haven't even explored either. Like, I just hope I, that we get some interesting, like, co-op experiences or something like that. I, you know, I'm oh, a big yeah. fan of like co-op stuff where I can like team up, you know, with friends and go out and do missions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I'd love to get a game like that, like that's RPG based, kind of like a Fallen Order, but you can customize your own, your character, and you know, and have all that, that loot, like have all that loot, you know, that loot grind, getting different kyber crystals or different just you know force abilities, having to go to different planets with your with your crew, trying to find you know, uh, unique you know force things. I don't know relics, whatever. It'd just be dope. Like they got there's so much potential here, and I feel like the door's wide open now for them to actually chop around and get studios to make good yeah. games. And I feel like now we can get more, right? Like now, since it's not stuck with EA and not dependent on just EA Studios, I feel like we can get more Star Wars games because I hey, EA's too busy. Is Ubisoft open? Is you know whoever else open? Uh, it'd be dope. Now, one interesting thing I didn't bring up with this is, as we all know, um, Microsoft bought Zenimax, so they own everything bethesda and so i know a lot of people were wondering That's if right. indiana jones will be a uh, pc and xbox only game um personally i don't think it will be because i feel like indiana jones is, is just such a massive iconic franchise that i feel like you can't yeah. lock that down that way uh, but i could be wrong it could it, who knows it might be pc and xbox only who knows so um let me think about something but not this, but the uh, Star Wars thing. But before I get into that, you mentioned Kyber Crystals. That yep. kind of remi- reminded me um Invaders Immortal. In episode two, remember the lightsaber you pick up? Yeah. 
Oh, it has the yep. exposed Kyber crystal on there. Yeah, sick. That's a sick oh, that saber. Was cool. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like the ancient yeah. tech. But because yeah, they could do anything. Do um with Ubisoft making that. He said Ubisoft was making a division type of game, right, for Star Wars. Well, they didn't specify if it was division type. It's just uh, Massive Entertainment is a studio that developed the division, and they're the ones making the Star Wars game. Okay. They haven't they haven't really said specifically like what kind of game it will be, but it's going to run on that Snowdrop engine. So it's you know it's safe to assume it's going to be some sort of open world type of game, but who knows if it'll have multiplayer and you know be like be in that sort of a uh, vein like division. Do you guys remember Star Wars thirteen thirteen? Yep. Yeah. That, so while you were talking never about that, back, I looked up man. the trailer. That's never coming back. And I wish dude, it would. That that game is framed just like Division. Was that a rational game? Gameplay games? was like Division like. It was Lucasfilms. Oh, okay. Star Wars yeah. thirteen thirteen. But I think I think came that out with something like that because I remember when I first saw that I was like, oh dude, it looks so cool. Yeah, like yeah, a third person, uh, single player campaign. But what, when was it? When uh, when did they uh, talk about this? This that was a like, long time ago. Early yeah. 2010s. That game never yeah. came wow. out, though. That got canceled. Cut. That's when I got it. Everything got shut down. That's yeah. why. Unfortunate, were but you, it Were you supposed to be like Boba Fett or something? That's no, it was... I don't think you were... You weren't like a specific... Um, you weren't like a specific character from the universe, I don't think. I think you were just some like random bounty hunter or some shit like that. Uh, gosh, that'd be cool. I remember there was a Boba or a Django Fett game for GameCube. Bounty Hunter back in the day. Yeah, that was insanely fun. You guys remember when they were going to develop a Darth Maul game? Remember that shit? Um, that game that looked actually, incredible. I remember that now. Ooh, you wow. gotta go look that up. They're gonna make a Darth Maul game. I don't remember. Uh, Cancelled Darth Maul game. Yeah, Darth Maul was such a cool one. That's yeah, a cool he, was. Dude. Like, he was so freaking cool. He was cool in like the Star Wars animated um, film. Oh, I remember this, yeah. I'm so I'm trying to see where the, who was making that Darth Maul game. Like how far? I know they got far enough to where there's like concept art and a whole bunch of other shit too. It's a Redfly Studio. <clears throat> Redfly. Who what did they do? Not sure what they did. Oh, they did a uh, Force Unleashed. Oh dang, okay. That would have been dope then. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think there was even like was there even gameplay that they had for this? Maybe it was just concept art. It might have just I just, I, just know. I don't remember anything about this game. Yeah, I just remember they were gonna make one that that I never that never escaped my mind because I was just like, dude, that'd have been so dope. A freaking Darth Maul game. Plus, Force Unleashed games are actually dope just because you had that that you know light side dark side type balance. Bro, see this is, this is what I'm talking about, man. This is what I'm talking about. They can shop around. I mean, it's Disney, so you, they're not gonna go. They're not gonna push it too far, but they can shop around, find these studios, make these really in depth games that have some insane choice. You know, and really have some super narrative-driven experiences with your character, and, and you know, make it like these big games like Red Dead's or Cyberpunk's, where you got all these options and different things can happen, different endings. Oh Dude, man, that can you imagine if it's so in depth that you can kind of teeter between light and dark side? Mm-hmm. Oh, or you just man. be so you can have a campaign that's completely light, you, can you get go completely dark. Yep, you get the Sith eyes, the Jedi you Order. Can, you can order destroy order. people. Yeah. Take on oh. a Sith. Dude, Dude, great Jedi. The doors are wide open, bro. So many we possibilities. Could, in the next decade, we can get some dope shit, maybe. Yeah, hopefully. Next, the next decade when we're four years old. That was character added to Smash. I don't know. I, I, yeah, no, I mean, I guess they could do that, too. I still wouldn't play Ultimate, but that would be cool. <laughs> Fucking Star Wars, man. Yeah. 
Uh, it's exciting, bro. Uh, um, this is this is like some. It's probably like my favorite piece of news this week. Seeing, cause I'm a big fan of Star Wars, man, and uh, seeing seeing them kind of turn th- turn things around on the upfoot, and maybe start getting some new games out there to kind of keep the momentum going of people back on board for Star Wars. Hopefully, they just get the right people involved. And I, if they can somehow, <laughs> this would never happen. But if they can get like Filoni and Favreau involved in in like a oh, like a mega game, like hey hey Filoni and Favreau, can you guys like you know write this ex- extreme narrative driven like Star Wars game with a bunch of choice and shit? I mean, oh. you have Elder Ring, which has uh, George R. R. Martin. So that's true. Not other possibility. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Jujito was supposed to be on that Silent Hill game for character design. Mm-hmm. That would have been so good. And Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's still rumors Sorry. that a Silent Hill game is being developed. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I, I have seen those rumors. Hopefully something comes out of it. I think Silent Hill is a game I think could work in modern day. It just needs to have oh, the right absolutely. people behind it. And I think it would work even better because you can fully realize the vision. I think about you know next-gen, or excuse me, current-gen only Silent Hills with SSD tech now you know, and available to everyone affordably in a home console. And now you can have, like, even, even the medium, right? It's a good example of this, where shit can just change instantly. So imagine that, bro. Real time, the whole fucking open world environment that you're in shifting to, you know, the Silent Hill room. Jeez. Bro, come on, man. It's, that's, meant, that's meant for modern day tech, bro. Just hear the horn, just the burr. Yeah. changing. You see pyramid heading right, right like, for you. Right on real time on the fly. That'd be wild. That's crazy. And also use the force and force pushing. Get out of here. <laughs> force, you idiot. Slice and a half. Freaking stupid sword is not even Beskar. It's freaking Dang. steel. Freaking Beskar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for my transition. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, I was waiting for... Uh, oh, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. I was going. waiting for let's the... Let's see how long it is. Let's see how long it is. <laughs> Someone was messing with my outro, so I put it in a different doc and was rewriting it since we have some new information. Um, we're at the 59 minute mark, so I think that's a good podcast. Yeah. Unless you guys wanted to go into the top or into Cyberpunk at all. I'm, uh, I mean, we could throw it in if you guys want. I mean, I don't know. Just, we've talked about Cyberpunk a lot in the opening. I don't know. Okay. Um, you guys I, I can just go dive into the, the practice and stuff. I think the big things are didn't start development until 2016. Um, yeah, it seemed like the management was really pushing for more PR type stuff as opposed to actually focusing on making sure development was going smoothly. Management fucked this game. 100%. Yeah, management messed up this game. Wait, I thought the game was being developed for eight years. Nope, they were still working on Blood and Wine. They announced way too early, way too early. Um, what was it? Oh, because of COVID, they didn't have console tests hits at home and so that's why that part of it didn't no really clue that part didn't really that's come crazy. into play until the end um overtime was not required but it was heavily implied that if you didn't take overtime or do overtime then other people are gonna have to make up for your work um it was just just fucked like up toxic environment yeah it's there, a good way to just guilt, what it guilt trip like. someone into working it's terrible that sucks. Someone from Cyberpunk had uh, responded to the article, essentially saying it's all untrue and 20 people is not a big enough sample of 500. And also, our game got nines and tens and just felt very. Maybe you should have just let PR handle this and not said something publicly about it. Yeah. 
Uh, what was it? There's another That's... big thing from there. Um, oh, I mean, just like Anthem, the demo was made specifically for the demo. That None of that mm-hmm. stuff was actually built yet. And so they were working backwards, trying to build a game from there. That, so. That's one thing I will say. For it to have only have, have had four years of development, that's fucking impressive. That's a pretty long what development cycle, produce. though. I think most games nowadays are two or three. These Like Devil these open three. world games? Yeah, isn't Assassin's Creed on like a three? I mean, like I know they're bigger studios, but I think this is two parts that they didn't... They said management did not, people? Management did not... Um, give this game enough time and also ambitions were really oh, high yeah. as the things that I had gotten from the article. Um, but. If, if you're going to have that much ambition, you got to have the time to fucking let it be fully realized. And management was just, you know, obviously they, they fucked oh. it. They fucked it from the beginning. Like it was doomed from the beginning. And it seems that near the leadership. It seemed near the beginning that they had a change in leadership and change in leadership essentially wanted them to scrap everything and start over. I did. Uh, that's one thing I did see. I did see that, at some point, the game was third person, and then some leadership made the change to first person. Uh, me personally, uh, they might have fucked everything else up, but I do like that decision to change it to first person because uh, the first person perspective, going through the entire game in first person, is actually dope as fuck. Like it's it's immersive as a motherfucker because uh, even like the little cinematic, you know, scenes in the in game are all first person, and I don't know. To me, that's just cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know some not, people. I know not, some people might not agree, but that's not the make or break of that game. I think it's all the other things that just, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but we talked Skyrim, enough about Skyrim. Switch between first person and third person. Yeah, maybe down the line they could do that. There's mods for if you're on the PC at least. Yeah. All right. Other well, uh, that's a podcast. Well, that's a podcast. Thank that's you for listening today. You can find our podcast on YouTube, and now we're on iTunes, where we'll have one episode, two episodes at a time because of podcast restrictions on our podcast account we're also starting a call of cthulhu live play series you guys should check out first second episodes up first episode going up soon uh yeah thank you for watching that's a podcast it's a podcast this is the way baby